0: The boys from The Rock are passionate about all things rugby union. Just like your local club. Clubs are owned by the community, for the community. Visit yours today. Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Roughly. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form The Rock. The Sunday Rugby Show. Featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Sensational
1: FX Pro Super Rugby, coming your way until August, the biggest season ever. It's Rugby Supercharged. Yes, good morning and welcome to the show. It is the 1st of July. Many of you will be waking up and thinking, I've got an entire month without alcohol. It is dry July. (laughs) Congratulations to all of you who are on board. Great cause. uh, Very scary for you. Obviously, Berkey, Timmy Horan, good morning. What about you boys? How's the month stretch ahead for you? Timmy, your body's a temple anyhow, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) No chance, no chance. I don't know what you're talking about, Tony.
2: But, yeah, good... um Good uh, last couple of days for rugby. Uh, on Friday night, the Reds got up against the Rebels. What do you mean and, you don't you know, know what not I'm not a, talking about? It's not. I usually pools. have, in February, in February, no no beer and bread Feb. I go with that one, but not in the middle of the year, end of all financial right. year. You have
1: sober October. It has to rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Dry July. It's a, it's, a, it's a for charity. It's, it's a an great, institution. It's an institution where people take July off these days. And, okay, and well, no I'll, do, I'll do it this weekend. Oh, this I'll do week- it today. <laughs> <laughs> Dry weekend. Uh, school holidays as well. Uh, all those kids, of course, are having a little bit of time. Home often. Your well, your kids, Berkey What have you got planned? You've got lots of as father of the year activities. Be,
0: yeah. um, PlayStation's getting get a run. The, the, the kids got a Wii the other day, so I think it might just stick him in front of there for two weeks.
1: Right, you are good, aren't you? <laughs> as a what are you doing, Tate? Well, my, my children aren't of school age. So I'm doing. I, I went down to Bronte Park in Sydney and uh, got on a little train yesterday with my two-year-old. Nice. Christ, Me- and knees up. Knees up, exactly. <laughs> it was excellent. There's so much to talk about. Of course, the Super 15 season has uh, resumed after our little international sojourn. Uh, we'll get to that. And has it, Does it work? Does that gap work? Are we more excited about what's happening heading into the finals of the Super 15? We're going to talk to Say Fainga from the Reds. Uh, they had a win in terms of those scores. Highlanders, 21, beat the Chiefs, 20, oh, sorry, the Chiefs, 27, over the Highlanders, 21. The Reds, 32, beat the Rebels, 17. The Hurricanes, that was close, wasn't it? Mm. 23-22 over the Crusaders. 28, the the Brumbies over the 4-17. The Stormers 27 beat the Lions 17. And uh, the Bulls, 40, over the Cheetahs 24. This is The Ruck. It is your Sunday rugby show for your local club. Right this ahead. is The Ruck. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show for your local club. Speaking of desire, apparently there's none left. Uh, Tommy and Kate, Tom uh, Cruise and, and Kate, they've filed for divorce. So If those two crazy kids can't make it work, what hope is there for the rest of us? It's uh, very sad news there. It is uh, good news, though, on the rugby front. The Super 15 season is back. Into... just I was just wondering, Timmy, uh, how you feel about this Are In rugby league, for example, the huge games with State of Origin happening. They can't even have a standalone weekend for State of Origin. We've had three weeks off for international football. Now we come back. What was your feeling as Super 15 resumed? Were you happy to have had a break? Do you think it's kind of made people look forward to this closing stage of the season? Yeah, well, what it does, it allows the the touring team that does come out, so Wales came out to
2: bring a strong touring team to play three test matches on standalone weekends. I think it was good. I think it um, gave the players uh, a bit of a break. Most of the teams had one trial game in between those three weeks, so... Um, the Brumbies end up playing Wales on a touring game, the, the Queensland Reds played the Wellington Hurricanes and other, other teams I know the Western Force had a game as well so um, in, in that regard was great but also what it does and the whole idea of this is they are actually stretched the season out because Super 15 You know, if you put it over 15 weeks and 3 finals doesn't last as long similar to when it was Super 12 Yep. Uh, it didn't last as long so the, the season was virtually over before it started so now the length of the season is longer, and it actually it travels up towards close to where the AFL and also the Rugby League final series finish.
0: So, are we bowing down to overseas tours, Timmy? Is that what you're saying? As no, I'm saying what no what, what
2: no, what the Australian Rugby Union, and also you know we're trying to lengthen the season out. So there's rugby games every weekend right throughout you know the, the whole season, rather than you know previous years there was you know breaks of two weeks and one week in
1: between different Test matches. And obviously, the your key players have played some Test match footy over the past few weeks, but for those These clubs, I guess it also gives them a chance to freshen up as they head towards the final with uh, a crew that is primed and ready to go. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's there's
2: been a lot of players that have been injured. There's been, uh, especially with the Waratahs, which we'll get to later in Uh regards to Michael Filey and how he's going to go. There's a lot of talk about whether he's going to hold his coaching position job with the Waratahs. um, But he's had, there's been seven or eight really key players that have been injured. So... Over this three-week period, it allows most of the teams, and that's injuries right throughout the whole um, franchises, right throughout you know in South Africa as well. They've got some players back. So it gives everyone a chance to freshen up and then have a three-week drive into the final series.
0: I wonder if they're on dry July as well. Are they, are they on dry
2: year, perhaps? They wouldn't. No, well, on sides of the no, Sides of the no chance of making the final won't be on dry July. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think you said that last week, uh, <laughs> Timmy, didn't you, about the Waratahs? <laughs>
2: mad Monday
1: already, getting ready. <laughs> yeah. All right, very soon we're going to get to the games that happened this weekend. And where the Australian franchises are. Obviously, it's all about the Reds and it's all about the the Brumbies and how they are shaped moving into these finals. Uh, just before I get there, I just a question without notice, Timmy, for you, but I did mention, uh, Matt, to you, Sonny Bill Williams, can you just set me clear here? It's not official yet, but it seems that he, I don't know whether he's going to take uh, any part in the uh, rugby championships that are going to happen after the Super 15, but it seems he's going to go to Japan uh, and then perhaps to Rugby League with the Roosters. Now, these are, are the rumours. I don't know this the word mercenary it's probably cruel mm-hmm. is he just being professional with, with what he does
0: I mean it's it's turning into a bit of a circus I think as well you know like there you you've got guys and we and we've seen um Stuart talk about it from rugby league uh, going to London Irish and and look however close the games are there's still a difference in, in that as well um he's now talking about going to Japan coming back literally in time for to play rugby league yeah he he's he's transformed that number twelve role in 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 world rugby. I, I think he's enjoying it at the moment. Yeah. just hang in there. Like you know, is is he that bored that he has to find another another goal or, or another thing to do? Well, I, I
2: think probably the trick is Berkey and, and Tony is that um, he, he's allowed allowed to go and do this, but he won't get a breakthrough. You know, the next yeah. three or four years because usually you want an off season about eight weeks. The players get off six to eight weeks uh, realistic off season. But I, I heard Berkey that yes, potentially go to Japan come back and play for the Roosters, then box, then go to Japan, and then go back and play for the All Blacks and get ready for the uh, 2015 Rugby World Cup.
0: Has he made some bad investments or something at the same time? <laughs> He's just chasing, isn't he? he is well,
2: on the weekend, I'm not sure if anyone saw the game, the Hurricanes uh, um, against the uh, sorry, the, the Chiefs when they were playing the Highlanders. Yep. And he got involved in a scuffle. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when he, he, was, he was holding the bloke with his right arm mm-hmm. and then he switched and held with the left arm ready for the right arm to cock and uh, I'll tell you what, he was ready to throw a throw few. He wasn't happy.
1: If you're an op- opponent though, do oh. you run up to him? Of course, he used to, isn't he the New Zealand champion now? <laughs> heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> heavyweight and the
2: lightweight. They've <laughs> only got one champion. <laughs>
1: they this is The Ruck. It's your Sunday rugby show. This is The Ruck. And this is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show for your local club. Okay, speaking of clubs, the uh, Brumbies... And this is the Brumbies in the force and the Reds—it's what it's all about now for the Australian franchises, anyway. Timmy, they uh, look very much like the Brumbies who were just going to thrash the Force last night, but they sort of pulled up, didn't they?
2: Yeah, the the Brumbies played some really good rugby in the first thirty minutes, forty minutes of the game. They scored their. Four try bonus point before half time, and you thought, gee, they're going to rack up a uh, quite a large score against the Force. And Nathan Sharp playing his last game in Australia for the Western Force, so you know most likely he'll probably play a Test match maybe over there in Perth against South Africa later this year. But so it was a fairly big crowd for his send off. But you know the uh, the atmosphere there was fantastic. But you know the, the the hype around Nathan Sharp only gets the side so far. They came back certainly in the second half, the Force, and and uh, made a really, really good game of it in that second forty minutes.
1: Jesse Mogger, I think it might have been, who scored a, try, a terrific mm. try. Uh, as he, came, he walked back, he did what most players do these days, is point to the wristband, which they've drawn all over. Written something on? Yeah, written something. Now, he was I don't know, it looked to me like we just the letters U-N-I ah and he's pointing to the ca- that to the camera and pointing that i thought well i've got no idea what that means unr unr what is it university of i don't know what what what, what does it mean you are was it was it
0: urg you are good maybe maybe you are good just <laughs> to reaffirm what, himself every time you, that's did,
1: what you used to have yours in here yeah. you are good no it was, I, I am good, good. I am good. <laughs> did you have kind of a motivational tool like that
0: where you just ride all over your own body i did i did uh i used to uh i'd take the wrist up at one stage there and i was having a I was having a shocker um, goal kicking It was yeah. through the World Cup That 99 World Cup And I had a, a couple of miss hits And basically I just wrote uh, Slow down Basically slow down you idiot Like you just really? Just go slow into it Because right. you know The quicker you go uh, on, the, on the strike of the ball the, the more you can shank it So I used to Slow sort of, down you idiot Pretty much <laughs> <laughs> And then it was As I'm at the line of up was like Look at the watch Okay go down again Okay <sighs> right, I'm okay Knock it over That's very good yeah, Timmy
2: yeah. what about you? No, not really. But Berkey, I'm interested. Did you? actually did strap faster? the left wrist or the
0: right wrist? Uh no, I did. I did strap the left wrist, Tim, because, because you're right-handed. But no, you would have struggled. No, no, <laughs> I had a I had a sore left wrist. It actually worked out okay. Uh, if you're going to go down that uh, down that track, uh, wasn't it one of your former teammates, um, uh, Jason Little? Didn't he strap his right wrist for? Um, basically the information that he was on the right wing so he had to stay yeah. the right yeah. wrist no.
2: Tell me tell me the story if that's true or not That's correct, very early on in his career he just struggled with left and right, Jason <laughs> um, He used to strap his right wrist because one time he was going to the left side and he should have been on the right side so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They talk about the intellect of
0: rugby players That is sensational,
1: <laughs> does he still do it now, just you know, in terms of you know turning right and left when he's driving the car, does he put the yeah. right, right wheels paint them <laughs> white
0: or something yeah, I think he straps his left wrist to keep him on the left side <laughs> yeah, of the road.
1: That's right, we're going to talk later to so for Inga, of course. Uh, just just talk me through before we get to him. The Reds, were they as convincing then as the the Brumbies, Timmy, do you think? Yeah, I thought they were pretty good. I
2: was down in Melbourne on Friday night uh, commentating on that game with Fox Sports. And, yeah, the way they, the Reds played, especially in that first 15 to 20 minutes when they held out um, I mean, the, the Rebels at home are a really good team. They had James O'Connor, who was playing some sensational footy before he went off with an injured hamstring late in the game. Kirtley Beal played the whole 80 minutes, which was good for him. But, you yeah, know, I think the Reds looked the real deal there. Um, Quade Cooper back there, he, he only played the first 40 yeah, he minutes. Came he came off li- the, any word on that. Was it that injury or what happened? No, there? it was just a little knock on his leg. So they um, they were up, um, you know, by three, three tries in that first 40 minutes. They thought, well, give him a rest. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I thought it was quite a good, solid performance from the Reds, and it'll be a massive match for them on Friday night here at Suncorp Stadium against the Highlanders. It, um, I, saw really the, the, I mean, the Reds can't afford to lose a game, Berkey, but the Brumbies can probably drop one game of the next two games.
0: I saw him uh, ice the knee. Uh, I don't think he'd actually uh, put any ice on it. They looked pretty cold down there. They had the big jackets on. They had the hoodies on at the same time. It looked pretty chilly down there, um, Timmy, at the same time.
2: Yeah, it was about uh, three or four degrees. By you weren't the on the sideline, though, were you? I was upstairs in my, <laughs> having, my, having my hot chocolate and my party pies. What
0: about, what about the great try, though? The, uh, the turnover ball. Again, it was opportunity, for I thought, for the Reds the other day. It was, it was turnover ball. They, they went wide. They scored some tries. But the chip out of the top, Harris starts it, passes it on to uh, Fanger, forward pass to Shipley. um another nice forward pass to the, the, the left wing back on the inside. How did they get away with that? That was ridiculous. Was flat, was it was flat,
2: It was flat, yes. But <laughs> it was quite flat. I think, and as the Brumbies said, as Jake White, the coach of the Brumbies, said last night, any game you go to and you're playing a away game and you can pick up a bonus point try and come away with five points, mm. you, uh, you've got to be pretty happy with that. So it puts the Brumbies now sort of still five points
1: um, clear of the Reds, and uh, it'll be a good run home for both teams. There's a fair bit of hair care going on. Uh, I noticed, <laughs> Berkey. When you were playing, and you know, I seem to remember you had uh, how would we describe your haircut? You were quite close around the back and Correct. the sides, with a big kind of floppy on the top there. Correct. Uh, very good look for when you were running. It was very, you just know, you a look, wave look about look and stuff. Windswept and interesting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, was that a deliberate thing for you? I think it was the private school
0: uh, haircut at the time, and uh, I continued that for a while still. But I tell you what, they've they've. They've gone a, a whole new level, haven't, haven't they? They have gone a well, whole new level. Their well, the fontness, I think yeah. you could call it, is is way up there.
2: Well, they've it's quite incredible. They've had to put more um, electricity sort of cords and extension cords in the dressing room for all the hair dryers the players have got now. So. The hair straighteners as well. Yes. I know that uh, in Andrew Slack's column in the Sunday Mail um, this morning in Brisbane, he suggested it looked very similar to Deborah Harry. <laughs> <laughs> James O'Connor's hairstyle we're talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. James
1: O'Connor. That's exactly what it looked like. Uh, plenty to come, including, uh, say, We'll t- speak to him a little, a little bit later on from the Reds and we'll give you a wrap on not just rugby but what else is happening in in the world of sport, This is The Rock. gets your Sunday rugby show. All right, just some uh, scores from various sports around the world just to keep you up to date, not just in the world of rugby. In the NRL last night, the Knights uh, 20 beat the Eels 12. In the AFL, gee, it was a good night for a close, tight football. <laughs> Swans beat the Giants by 94 points. Uh, Essendon beat the Western Bulldogs by 84 points. I've been beaten by 77 points, so that's not too bad. Well, yeah, <laughs> There's potential for more points in AFL. You getting beaten by 77 points, <laughs> That's a big. Is, that is huge. We well, nearly got the bonus point, though. We scored three That's trials. like an
2: AFL team getting by, beaten by 250. <laughs> That's exactly 250. right,
1: Jimmy. It's exactly right. Well, the West Coast uh, beat Gold Coast by 126. Uh, so terrific matches there last night. Very close contest. In cricket, uh, I don't know if you saw the end of the first one day or a couple of days ago, Friday mm-hmm. night, we lost by 15 runs. Very frustrated at the end. You know, they couldn't. We needed some sixes, needed some boundaries the, cleared. The, the run-out oh, run was oh, crucial, Michael oh, Clark, wasn't it? Wasn't it. Uh, Chance of redemption that second one day is on tonight. That's at the Oval. In Wimbledon, if you've been watching, it's been a terrific campaign for the Australians in Wimbledon. Uh, by three o'clock on day three, there was no Australians left. <laughs> don't,
0: don't, you, don't you hate it when you, when, you, when you pump it up and say, yeah. hey, we've got national support and yes. the rest of it. Mm. 1995 World Cup, Timmy, remember we came home via Perth it was the days we had to fly Perth to South Africa. We were walking through the domestic at, at, at Perth Airport and all the supporters were going over to watch us in the semi-final finals. G'day <laughs> you know, boys, how you doing? Enjoy it. There's a great pub down the road there. Good restaurant. <laughs> Sorry we won't be there. Yeah, I
2: remember there was, you'd never seen so many
1: wallaby players dressed up hiding behind pot plants in the uh, Connors <laughs> Tunnel. I love it. Yeah, well, that's the story at Wimbledon. wasn't very disappointing. The men particularly, we didn't get anybody in the second Nothing. round. I reckon that was since 1948... That's that was incredible. the last time that happened. Uh, might even be 30. It was just What about Paddy? Can Paddy stretch the hamstrings again and come out of retirement? Wouldn't that be good? Uh, on the grass. I, look, I, I was... I don't know about you boys, but I was very angry with the press conference that Bernard Tomic mm. put on. A, his dummy spit with the smashing of the racket. You mm. know, look, that's something. But it was just a little bit over the top, I thought. And then to come out and say... And I don't think it was taken out of context, because I've seen the entire press conference, saying that, you know, you've got to work hard. And to be honest, his direct quote, to be honest... I haven't worked that hard these past two months. Now, these past two months have been the French Open in Wimbledon. Mm. If you're not going to work hard then, Sunshine, when are you going to work hard? Mm. He's must have been working on pretty hard driving his M3 around the Gold Coast or something. That's about it. Yeah, pathetic. Uh, Andy Murray beat Ma- Aussie Marcos Banda- Baghdatis. I only say so Aussie because <laughs> when he's in Melbourne in the Australian Open, they, <laughs> they love him love there. Him. So he, it was 11 o'clock, I think, when that game finished. So history of to the fourth round. He meets Marin Cilic, uh, who I think w- was involved in about a five-and-a-half-hour game that just finished. So uh, that's Wimbledon. Usain Bolt, the the great uh, lightning man, got rolled. Mm. Got rolled in the uh, by Johan. Blake. Yeah. Johan Blake. How quick was he? Yeah, well, he's nine point seven five seconds.
2: Timmy. Yeah, that's how exactly. quick he was. He, he was. was yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's the world. He's the world champion as well, isn't he? World champion,
0: Jamaican champion, exactly right. Yeah.
1: Y- Usain Bolt always looks like he's slow out of the blocks, but this time he was slow out of the blocks. Is he foxing? Yeah, I, oh no, I don't think he's foxing. I think I look him. Perhaps a couple of weeks to go. Well, could Could he have missed though? He had to finish in one, two, three, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, he's certainly got the time.
2: But he's won just about, every, about everything else. There, well, but. he's got the chance to win the hundred, the the two hundred, and he's got a chance and the and the four by one hundred. Yeah, um, wouldn't that have Betty been Betty Cuth- Cuth- Cuthbert did the same thing. Did she? What year was that, Berkey? Betty Cuthbert, nineteen fifty six. Fifty-six, yeah, Olympics, yeah. So um, has got a great opportunity.
1: You just threw that absolutely, and I (laughs) smashed it then too. Cover drive, so confident. So that's the only way you can do that. Nineteen fifty-six. Of course, we will Google that, listeners, and see how close he was. (laughs) Uh, So he is through. What about the American uh, team when they had their trials for the uh, this week as well? Mm. The the hundred meter sprints and the women, they there was a dead heat for third. So they had the option of either having a runoff or tossing a coin. Now, if you've spent your life working towards going to the Olympics and they go oh, we'll flip a coin to see if you get there is that right yeah absolutely
0: ridiculous do you know okay let's 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 back that into another sport Greggs okay. uh, George Gregg was over in Japan for a number of years mm-hmm. and they play um, I think I was trying to tell before off air they play professional teams and they play university teams yep. And uh, and they were leading a game 28-3 Got back to twenty eight all, literally. And Griggs has got them in. And he said, "Right, boys." He said, "We got ten minutes for extra time." He said, "Well, we'll make sure we get." And they went, "No, no, no, George, no, no, we pull straws." <laughs> <laughs> so short straw. Referee comes out with it with two straws in his hand. The, the, the old flat, flat palm pulls one out. No. short straw. Thanks very much. You go home. So he She's went. I like that Japanese
2: accent you put on there, you, you like got, that? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of
1: the Kiwi invitational players they had. Yeah. Paper, yeah. Yeah. Paper, scissors, rock would have been a better way to would have been decide that. Way. I think. You Best you had three, three. Options. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're talking about the Japanese league. Like, are, you, are there a lot of Europeans play in Japan? Or you know, Sunny Bill going there? Will he just smash them? Is he allowed to smash them? There's there's an unwritten rule that the the foreigners
0: can't go too hard in defence on the on the the local boys. So the local yeah. boys can smash each other, as in yeah. the Japanese guys. Yeah. But when you get the uh, when you get the other guys coming across there, who are you know, absolute machines, six foot four oh. uh, you know, humans, uh, they're not allowed to tackle. they they've got to do the gentleman's agreement. So. In effect, it's just <laughs> like them wearing the purple shorts yeah, at the same time.
1: Golden oldies. <laughs> All right, and Tour de France, finally. It was the prologue, the six kilometre pro- uh, prologue in Liège. Uh, so, this is the 99th Tour de France. It's underway. When you say prologue, it's basically like a book, isn't it, your Tour de France? So, the prologue does actually count uh, towards the, the race. So you have got your prologue, and I guess the epilogue is when that is right along the champs elysees nobody tries to do anything. Uh, and the main body of the race is between it. Fabian Cancellara he smashed the field. He wins the prologue. Uh, Britain Bradley Wiggins, who is favourite to win their tour, was second. He's seven he's, seconds. He's hot favourite. Yeah, isn't he? really he hot favourite. Looks good. Cadell Evans, of course, is defending <laughs> he's champion. He's saying
0: that because you like the lycra. He looks, it looks <laughs> good.
1: <laughs> I can see that enough in the streets of Sydney. I tell you why do they wear lycra? Why do you have why? to wear an advertising hoarding advertising. if you've got no advertising? If they're not, yes. not sponsored, not trust sponsored. me, you're right your bike now Listen to the show you're not sponsored uh, Cadell Evans came 13 <laughs> he's nine seconds uh, behind so he starts nine seconds behind but he he's t- the team the Cadell Evans team this year is actually stronger than it was last year mm. so he is good Wiggins as we said is the favourite uh, you got anybody up close and personal there Timmy
2: I have uh, boys I was just telling you off air there before but uh, my daughter actually is over there at the moment in Belgium and uh, she's watched that first day and sent a few photos back so we actually we might throw one up on Twitter or our Facebook Page or something like that, but she said it was unbelievable atmosphere. And even though it was only sort of six and a half kilometres that uh, all the teams drive through, and they throw out all these free bits and pieces, it's a great atmosphere yeah. uh, just to start. But they do start it in different countries, don't they? Usually the Tour de France, and then yep. they obviously start heading down south. But um, it's a, a great, great option for all these young players this is backpackers everywhere. She said, "It's yeah. an amazing atmosphere."
1: Oh, look, it looks—it's it's a wonderful event to watch. Uh, even on telly, it's great to watch. And I don't know well, what part of the tour the devil, the old bloke in the devil suit, will start running next to the bike riders. <laughs> that is my favourite. Well, what
2: about when the about Pitchfile when the dog the dogs run across the old farm dog? <laughs> yeah. You know, runs across and skittles about five. You know, <laughs> it is good. This is the rock. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: By the way, Betty Cuthbert also won four hundred gold in Tokyo.
1: Nice work. Bang. It's you. <laughs> this is The Rock. <laughs> this is The Rock. It's your Sunday rugby show for your local club. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome uh, to the show right now uh, from the Reds, Hokasaya Fainga. Welcome. Hey guys, how are you going? Yeah, really well, thanks, mate. Hey, listen, just before we get to the game, and you know, you, we're travelling forward, obviously, towards uh, hopefully for the Reds anyway, playoffs. Uh, the time off, I know you've been involved on the, with the, the Wallabies and so on, but uh, tell me, the Reds, what did you do over those three weeks? Were people just shooting off overseas, going to Bali, or were they going skiing? What happened?
3: Well, I hope not, because we were training uh, very hard, so hopefully they were the training just as hard as we were. You know? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not quite sure, Matt. I'm pretty sure that they were on a pretty tight leash where they had to train and not obviously uh, stick with the trainers and, and do, I suppose, all the, all the little basic things that you do when you have a good break. And guys that had niggles or carrying injuries, that's probably the best... Um, best time to, to recover and, and just make sure that everyone gets the extra top-ups and, and make sure that they get their
2: injuries right. Hey, so, uh, Tim here. Now, just before we touch on the game on Friday night down there in, in Melbourne against the Rebels, mate, yep. your hair, have you, have you, the dreadlocks that you got, do you ever lose any through a game or what happens there? Oh,
3: oh mate, I've lost so many. I think I even lost That's one that. on the weekend. I, to the truth. I think uh, I got a few poles at the start. He got one of my dreadlocks and yanked it. But it was, <laughs> and I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Like, it's not funny. Like, he, and then uh, he tried to stand on it. So, um, yeah, oh, mate, I lose a couple. So, but insane. Uh, when you have long hair and you're playing a, a contact sport, you probably deserve to to get them pulled or yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, you do, but well, I suppose you, you and Anthony do it. You do a lot for charity. We'll have to get a, um, you know, you do a lot for breast cancer awareness. So yeah. I know that uh, you'll have to have a crack at uh, shaving it off one day. Oh mate, one
3: day, not not anytime soon. James <laughs> trying to tell me to shave it off soon, mate. Any <laughs> opportunity for
2: the Clippers to come out, mate? He'll be there. Now Friday night uh, against the Rebels uh, in in Melbourne was a really good performance from the Reds. What uh, what did you and Mackenzie, the coach, have to say after the game? Yeah,
3: we. Obviously, we played we played well. Um, we got the result where we wanted to, but we've definitely got to lift our game. Uh, we, we probably didn't stick to the basics um, that well. Um, in saying that, you know, we all got the result, but we've definitely got a lot more to improve on, and we haven't played our best rugby yet. And I think in the next coming weeks, we want to strive to not only play our best rugby but to put a good performance in the next two weeks.
0: So it, it looks like that. It looks like the performance is, is getting getting better, but there's still more improvement to go. But you're enjoying yourselves at the moment as well. I mean, yes, you're you're chasing Brumbies and getting top billing as well, but there's still that that focus on that top six spot, isn't
3: there? Yeah. I think for us, you know, I think we thrive on playing under pressure. Uh, I think last year we we were under the same uh, same time. I think same kind of thing where we were chasing points. And for us, it's all a matter of about playing uh, playing for each other, how to play out there, and you know, the, the results will come. Uh, I think for us, it's, we, we thrive on being under pressure. We thrive on making sure that we're the underdogs. And every game that we've played, uh, we usually are the underdogs. And we, we kind of like that pressure now.
1: Interestingly, the underdogs, given that you are defending champions, you and Mackenzie said at the beginning of the season that it was, you know, that kind of pressure would be on you as defending champions. How have you coped with that?
3: I think with us, it's just a matter of sticking to our base game. Um, you know, the first couple of games that we've played, we probably didn't play our best rugby ball. But we're building into the season. And, you know, there's not many teams that are, can say that they actually build, build into the season. So the back end, we've actually had some great performances, but not perfect. And we're waiting for that perfect game yet. And I think uh, that that game
1: will come soon. It's often the players who are getting a bit of trouble about tweeting Twitter. It's the, it's the the big thing, isn't it, really, at the moment? I noticed I read today in the paper that it was Ewan McKenzie. He's uh, decided he was apparently a Twitter obsessive, uh, lately not a lot, and according to uh, Greg Groudon, it says, uh, quoting him, he said, I'm concentrating on football at the moment, having a bit of a sabbatical, I'll be back. Uh, he's banned himself from Twitter. He's banned he? himself from Twitter. <laughs> Did you know this?
2: sir?
1: Uh,
3: actually, to tell you the truth, I didn't hear it, but I, I didn't even look at it. But in that's way, it's quite funny because he's on Instagram. He he's taking photos of everything. Really? He's taking photos. Of, he's taking photos of the floor. He's taking photos of the walls. Like, <laughs> mate, you know, like he should ban from freaking Instagram before he bans himself from Twitter.
0: Are you sure? He sure he's not part of the AOC. Is, is he not going over the Olympics for uh, for shot put or something? Because they've been banned as well, haven't they, from the Twitter?
3: they have oh are they really yeah oh I'm not quite sure Clay would be definitely in a little bit of trouble if that band
2: he nothing to do well, well they sit on the bus These. what do you do on the bus these days Satis? do you actually uh, talk to each other
3: well, not really I've got big Rediki Samo next to me so it's like, just not my turn to move I listen to music and usually <laughs> his hair is touching my hair so uh, <laughs> mate, we, we've really got not much to do but in fact uh, we, we just listen to music and mostly guys zone out and do their own thing um, on the way home that's a difference so he have got the music you know, going loud and Digby's up doing some Michael Jackson moves. Everyone's <laughs> dancing. That's after win, but after a loss, yeah, it's very pretty quiet. You know,
1: yeah, you paint a, a very good picture. So I look, thank you so much for joining us. Now uh, I do note that, of course, that the Queensland Rugby with the is helping with the celebrations of NAIDOC Week, and it's uh, the inaugural Indigenous Round uh, next week. So that's sensational to be involved in that. It's on July six. Uh, thank you so much for being part of the ruck. It's lovely to talk to you, mate. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks for having me. This is The
1: Rock. What happened at the weekend score-wise so far? Yeah, yesterday, local club rugby. The Wellsbury Cup,
2: which Brothers and East played, which means the first and second place teams after the first round, so they right. play each other. 28 to Brothers, East 17. So congratulations, Brothers there. GPS 30 and North 3, South 31, beat Sunnybank 26. And the sunny coast 26, but the Gold Coast 22. So there's your wrap of Brisbane club rugby scores.
1: Very nice. Okay, look, let's get back to uh, the Super Fifteens and uh, the franchise in Australia that has just, well, let's be honest, failed dismally this season is the Waratahs. Now they've basically been, I guess, under review all year, haven't they? And there's a lot of internal, a lot of belly uh, navel gazing. It's important. It's crucial. This it's so important in terms of the numbers uh, for at, at grounds on TV. For a whole range of reasons, this should be working. It just doesn't. What's the latest? Is Michael foley the coach, uh, Berkey? I yep. mean, um, you're an insider. What's happening, <laughs> Matt Damon? He uh,
0: <laughs> he had to do the review, and yep. and, and from all reports there that the, the review went well, and and.
2: But Berkey, on the review, why do you do a review? Correct. There's still three games left in the competition.
0: Well, I think that's what that's that's always the way with New South Wales rugby. They're always under pressure. They're always they're always searching for something at, at the same time. So the 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 difficulty about what they what they have to try and do is come up with an idea of why they lost 25-21, 18-17, 21-20, uh 33-37 uh, in in round 10 against the Crusaders. They've had the one-point losses thereabouts. So how do you turn those those win, those losses into the one-point wins? I mean it's and it's a couple of points here and there that could be a a whole new season. They're not through the injuries. He'll stay um
2: what, Michael Foley
0: will Michael, stay? F- Michael Foley will stay, absolutely. I mean, yet I, I think it would be a, a poor decision for, for Waratah's board to get rid of him now to then get someone else in who's got to adapt an, a new style of play. Uh, well, it won't,
2: it won't matter who's the coach next year. They will perform better next year, but they were so unlucky. We had seven or eight really key injuries. And, you know, Michael Checker, um, his name has been thrown around, the ex-Ramwick player who has coached overseas for many years now and has just come back, and also the Western Force, uh, has been linked to Michael Checker as well. So, um, even if Michael Checker came in and helped Michael Foley for a year, you know it'll depend what happened. But I think Foley should stay and be giving another op- opportunity.
1: But Timmy and Matt, where will they get the spark that's been missing this year? I mean, why was Curtly Beal allowed to go? He was seems so crucial. Where where are they going to have that kind of player who starts and ignites something exciting that people are going to come back to the ground to watch for and they're going to get them you know, across the line?
2: Well, what about them? That, then you ask
0: you has seven Wallabies, seven yep, yep. Waratahs in, in the Wallabies, you know, in the, in the test match just gone. and, and but, so, how, but
2: Berkey, how well, and that's been a criticism of the Waratahs players, and whether it's real or not, that the, some of the Waratahs players, when you look at Adam Ashley Cooper, how well he plays in a Wallaby jersey, he just, he grows another leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, those type of players, but do they... Well, he has people cheering with... for
1: him rather
2: than booing him, which he does <laughs> yes. in the blue jersey. Oh, well, he's a bit surreal, doesn't he? But yes. um, Yeah, I mean, those players, they seem to play a lot better with better players around. Berwick Barnes is another one as well. But I think, you know, it, it has been a poor season for the Waratahs. But the, the public, the rugby public throughout New South Wales, they do demand a lot from that team and de- demand a lot in the way they play the game, the mm. style they play the game. All right, just wrapping up then, Timmy, what have we got to look forward to uh, next week? Yeah, next week, uh, well, the Chiefs play the Crusaders in Hamilton, so that'll be a a fantastic game for the Crusaders to try and stay in this competition. Uh, The Reds will host the Highlanders on Friday night at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, and Saturday, Sharks will play the Bulls in Durban. That'll be a massive game uh, at the Sharks' den there. Um, And also the Force, um, they they go to Auckland to play the Blues. Uh, The Waratahs will host the Brumbies, on, uh, on Saturday in Sydney which will be a fantastic opportunity for the Waratahs to really put a spanner amongst it uh, with the Brumbies the Cheetahs uh, will host the Stormers in Bloemfontein and, and the Lions will host the Rebels in Johannesburg on Sunday
1: Alright, and just to give you a bit of a biggie up um, Maddie, you did say we're talking about Betty Cuthbert and uh, you threw it in there 1956 and of course it was 1956 she won gold she won the 100 metres and it was in Melbourne she won the 200 metres and she won the 400 4 100 relay then of course she backed up Eight Eight years years later later, Mm. in Tokyo in 1964 to win the 400 metres. What was
0: she doing in Rome in 1960? Lazy.
1: Just Just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) This is The Rock. It's all about rugby union community. Your local club is all about your local community. Visit your club today. Enjoy your footy uh, and we'll chat with you next week.